Welcome to Season 2 of Who the Hell Are You? on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, which offers a look inside the troubled minds and darkened hearts of those who work within motor racing. Our guest this episode is Earl Bamber, a fine example of a person who was interviewed. Earl Bamber said many things while answering approximately 50 questions, some of which have required prolific editing and censoring. Of all the things we learned about Earl Bamber, the most troubling was and as a reminder from season one, the conversation you are about to hear is, at times, adult in nature. It would not, for example, be a series to listen to with your grandson. So stop listening now if you are pious or easily offended. Live from wherever this was recorded in 2018, it's Earl Bamber. We're about to find out who the hell you are. What is your full name? Full name is Earl Anderson Bamba. That sounds like your middle name might be a good last name as well. Yeah, I've got the the double last name. Missed the double first name thing, but double last name is not bad. Earl Earl Bamber also has a ring to it. Something to consider for children in the future. (laughs) What is your birthplace and date? So I was uh, born in Whanganui or or Whanganui. It's always, uh, it started as Whanganui, W-A. Since I've been born, the, the local people changed it to WH now, so it's pronounced differently. Um, and born in July, 9th of July, 1990, so I, I cracked the 1990 barrier, 1990 baby. That is very depressing. <laughs> How many languages do you speak and what are they? I speak one, and one barely. It's not, it's not pretty. If you've uh, ever tried to message me, sometimes it's sort of, uh, you need to sort of read between the lines of what I'm trying to say. It's lucky that I can drive a car quick, actually. Are you left or right-handed? Left-handed, actually. That is a correct answer. All lefties are on it. What is the most useful app you've downloaded on your phone? Ooh, that's a really, really good one, actually. You have your phone next to you in case there yeah. are any questions. So there's a couple. I got a, actually, I got a really good recent one, which is called TripIt for... Um, uploading all your flight schedules because i do so many flights like 110 a year and i lose track of what i've actually booked so i load them up and you just eat for the email it's mega and you can put your rental cars and everything where you're staying and it even gives you a reminder that you should leave now to make your flight maybe a lot of people need this folks should be downloading that as we speak i'm not sponsored by them although there is a opportunity here for those (laughs) listening in from TripIt. if the purge ever becomes ratified by the government who are you taking out first? Oh. Could be a teammate. Could be a driver who did you wrong in the past. A manager who made you sign a bad contract. Someone from childhood who tormented you. I don't know. One day, killing is free, no repercussions. Won't think any less of you. Would you really participate in that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I also would. know there would be many folks placing me first on their list. There'd so. probably be a few that would place me on their list first. I'll probably be high up on Lally's list. (laughs) Lally is not one you would want coming after you during the purge. During the purge. That is a man who is trained to fight. I know. Well, uh, we will, uh, maybe we'll come back to that later. (laughs) What is your favorite musician or band today? Bands. Crap. I'm not so, like, good on exact bands. Something you have in common with fellow Porsche man Patrick Long from season one. Yeah, like I just have, I have Spotify and I'm just boring. I'm on top 50, NZ top 50. I like a bit of a good country. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Country Man music. from a 
a country filled with green. What is your most hated fruit or vegetable, Earl Bamber? Oh, what do I... I don't like pineapple. You might be the first human being I like dislike pineapple. Pineapple-flavored stuff, but if I try to eat pineapple, I don't, I don't like pineapple. Like, as in the... Fr- I wouldn't take a piece of pineapple and eat it. I'd eat a pineapple popsicle or something like that, but I wouldn't... I'm weird. We will just write that off as a Kiwiism. Have you ever lost a parent or a sibling? Uh, touching wood, no. So I've got um, both my parents still and, and my little brother. So a fortunate, fortunate very, very life. fortunate. Have you ever gotten into a fist fight? And if so, did you win or lose? I have actually. Kiwis are punchy, punchy folks. Tell us a story. So playing at school, ping pong. A ping pong fight. Yeah. And then uh, one of the seniors wanted to kick us off, so then I decided no, didn't want to get off the table and finish the game. So he tried to grab me, so then I promptly hit him. And then, then there was a big fight, got onto the ground. And then I was walking away, and then he got back up and then hit me from behind. And then I actually lost my front tooth. My front tooth is fake because of that. So I've got a fake tooth, and he ripped his hand open all the way up through there. Sounds fair. That sounds like an sounds, equitable exchange. Sounds uh, interesting. So I learned, don't turn your back when the fight's... Well, make sure he's really down and knocked out. Sage I advice. Get, but I didn't get detention for it. Eric called to the housemaster, but he didn't get detention. You're just a charming lad who talked your way out of it? Or? No, I mean, one of us had no tooth, and the other one had a hand split open, and they said, did you guys learn your lesson about this? And we both said, yeah, I think we did. <laughs> you still keep in touch. <laughs> As a teen, where did you hide the porn stash? Oh, in the on- incognito window. I was already in the uh, online realm. Didn't have the, ah, didn't have paper copy. 1990, yes. baby. See, this is actually a first. Every, most others have said beneath the bed, in my brother's room. That is age appropriate. Do you have any tattoos? I actually do. I have two. Where and what are they? On the shoulder. One's my birthday, and the second one is family motto. So actually, my brother and me, we both have the same one. Is that motto something you keep private or something you can share? Um, it's in Latin, but don't ask me to pronounce in Latin. I wrote it on the back and I don't read it. So, <laughs> What does it mean? Um, Do we know? It means uh, like bold and courageous. It's from the family crest because we're from England, so it's from family crest on there. I don't think even my mum knows that. There are many depths and layers to Earl Bamber we were finding out. We're not even halfway through. I know. Imagine the other 20 questions to go. Earl Bamber, who should you call right now and apologize to or make amends with? Yeah, I could think Lally, but I don't think he'd really accept it. Um, Who else did I? I think I'm not too bad at the moment. Not too bad. Can't really think of someone. If that person is listening, I'm sure they'll let you know. There's probably a few people like, why didn't you do that? (laughs) Not too many people I need to apologize to right now. A life well led. Which TV show have you watched more than any other? Oh, actually, I'm a big fan of Discovery Channel. I like to watch Gold Rush. Gold Rush. Who would have thought? <laughs> Earl, what's the worst thing you've read about yourself? I don't know, actually. To be honest, I don't read that much. I look at pictures. And to be honest, I don't really read the media that often. So I try not to um, read all the media even though we're talking media but to be honest i don't really read much so i try to 
stay out. I don't like the rumors and stuff like that. You have plenty of rumors, but I try to stay away from it. You get lots of people say, oh, I heard you said that the other day. I said, really? That's interesting. Something recently, but I forgot what it was. Oh, some, well, yeah, someone said, oh, you don't want to do a, a certain race. I said, no, I never said that. What's the worst piece of advice you've ever received, Earl? Worst piece of advice I've ever received. I don't know about worst. I've had good advice. Well, let's go but, the opposite but direction then, then. But then normally you don't listen to that. I'm always, I'm always of the opinion that a lot of people ask me, especially fathers, now they come in and ask, oh, yeah, Porsche driver, stuff like that. Can you teach my son all the mistakes and this and that? I said, to be honest, in racing, it's not like you can... I could tell him, don't do these things, but he's not going to actually do it. He's still going to be like a kid when you say the pot's hot or the plate's hot, and you still always touch it to see how hot it is. So you can say to them, oh, well, don't pass on a yellow, don't do that, don't do this in life, but you still do all those things, and you still learn. So I think normally you, you learn from your mistakes. Made some good ones. One of the reasons you're a beloved driver. You entertain in positive and negative ways. A question posed to presidential candidates during the most recent American election cycle. If you could go back in time and kill baby Adolf Hitler, would you? Yeah, I would. That's a correct answer. But you know what's really ironic is that I lived in China for six months. And um, Hitler, by many people, is quite adored there. It's really, it's really bizarre. Because they see that he almost conquered the world or ruled the whole world. So he must be an amazing person. It's very interesting, because I've lived in many places around yes. the world already, and it's really interesting to learn the cultural things. And yeah, like, talk to a taxi driver, and you see, being in Germany, oh yeah, the first thing they mention is him. Oh yeah, he's, he was incredible. He almost took over the world. Yeah, but yeah, it's not so good. Yeah, but he's still good. <laughs> Slight depopulation effort involved there. Yeah, but Might not have been... But interesting, yes. like... Cultural values being exposed. Of the older population. Not of the young, but the older... Interesting. On that subject, something posed in a Season 2 Who the Hell Are You episode. What if someone had taken Adolf Hitler as a baby to <laughs> Australia or New Zealand? Betty would have grown up a much nicer person. Would have staved off all of the destruction and death. Very possibly. Yet to meet a bad Aussie or Kiwi. Actually, yet to meet a bad Kiwi, met some bad Aussies. If I were to check your browser history, Earl, what's the nicest website we would find you have visited? The nicest website? Yes. At the moment, because I had the great idea of starting a race team, my browser history is full of um, Skyscanner, Hotels.com, things like this, or, or V8 supercars. I, I'm a big fan of ra watching races, so a lot of live stream. Or Netflix. Those would all qualify as nice. What's the first big purchase you made once you started earning proper money? Oh, I bought a car. I bought a, well, I, I bought a small car, actually. Um, Honda City. Um, now I have an apartment. And I bought, my first, I bought my first Porsche the other day. I haven't paid for it yet, but I bought it the other day. You told them, just keep looking in the mail. No, it's, still, it's still in freight at the moment, so I don't have to pay for it yet. And I had the great idea to buy, now I own six race cars as well. I don't know what I'm doing with all that. I said to Porsche, it's great, because I drive for free. I spend all my money that I earn back in Porsche. So yes, they, they I'm are super cheap. quite fond of you as a driver and client, apparently. 
giving them a discount, apparently, on your, uh, exactly. your annual salary. On a similar but opposite topic, what's the dumbest thing you've ever purchased? Something that annoyed me the other day was I thought I could buy some cryptocurrency, but then I lost because it went down. <laughs> that was quite dumb. An adventurous man. Earl, what does your perfect meal consist of? Actually, my one of my favorite dishes would be um, cabanara. I really like a good cabanara. Um, but I bought a beef the other day. You know what that is? No. It's like one of those barbecue grills. Oh. It's like six or 800 degrees. Mega thing. So I'm playing with that at the moment. So I'm big into steak at the moment. And beer. Good beer at dinner. Can't go wrong. A meat and potatoes kind of guy. Earl, have you or a loved one ever suffered from depression or mental illness? No. I mean, it was obvi- I was quite sad when I didn't race. I didn't race for actually from 2009 until 2013. I didn't drive a car at all. Oh, maybe in 2010 a little bit, but uh, one or two races. So I didn't. So I was doing other stuff. So that was quite tough mentally, but it was also very good because it made you realize just how lucky you are to be able to come racing every weekend, be it whatever you're doing. So um, it was actually really good mentally to do that. And you get a different picture of uh, motorsport in general. I actually did uh, some different jobs. I was team manager for a race team, was driver coaching, worked as a cone boy, running driving events in the end. I even worked as a professional commentator as well. Someone who learned the lesson he should have from that downtime. What's the best concert you have seen? When and where was it? Actually, I'm pretty guilty that I haven't been to one before. You've never been to a concert? No, uh, exactly. That's bad, huh? Too much motor racing. I told you I'm a bad per- wrong person to talk to. I never, I never did much when I was young because I was always racing. Or my dad wouldn't let me do something in case I fell off a bike or something like that. He's a man who likes steak and beer, could have a, a music and food and racing festival. That could be your next role as a promoter. Yeah. To enrich yourself culturally, see the things you've yet partake to, in exactly. while having that motor racing angle. What is the highest number you've ever reached on a speeding ticket you've received? Oh, I don't know. Because actually, I've been pretty good. I haven't been that bad, actually. I got a red light camera the other day in, uh, from Long Beach. Do you know how difficult that is stuff to pay when you're a foreigner? I would imagine. Try call everybody. I even called the police station. Can I just pay and give my credit card? But it's not possible. But I don't know what number I've got. Because New Zealand, we get screwed if we go over the speed limit. Malaysia, I've gone quick, but I haven't got with a radar before. I do know some friends that do it. I know a friend that uh, I've heard a story that they know where the radar guy is. And then they go past and see who can get the highest number. And then they go for coffee with them afterwards and get the results. You travel with quality friends, Earl Bamber. We are speeding to the finish line here. UFC, WWE, or monster trucks? Which one's UFC? That's the cage fighting, right? Yes. Yeah, cage fighting. Another surprise. There are a couple of drivers from season two who are highly averse to the concept of men or women being in a cage fighting one another. Why does that appeal to you? Although the steak and beer might lead one to understand. I think it's quite a good, quite a good match. And like uh, you can more or less do anything. There's not that many rules. And quite often it's quite, they're not really gory. They're actually quite tactical or, you know, by tap out or something like that. And it's, as we um, learned as well, there's no BOP. Earl Bamber, what is your most destructive personality trait? Um, I can have quite a, a short temper. 
If anyone ever listens on the radio, you'd understand why. Definitely a treat for IMSA fans. My, uh, my dad is... Uh, Every, every second word used to be a swear word, so I picked up that trait quite quickly. <laughs> so Following in the family business. Don't listen to the radio if you have kids. I, I'm trying to get better. I am getting actually much, much better. Or just choose new swear words so at least there's a variety. Sometimes I try to be sarcastic, but then the sarcasm doesn't really come through that well. So then I just end up having to... The silence after the sarcasm. Yeah, That's they, always a bad thing. I had a swear jar at WEC. Did you just start off the year, just put $1,000 in there and figure that out? It was actually bottles of wine. Learning a lot, huh? It's good. This is exactly why we're doing this. Earl, if you saw someone drowning in the the ocean or trapped in a burning building, would you risk your life to save them? Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd run in. One of the first to say yes without hesitation. What part of lovemaking do you enjoy the least? Enjoy the least... I don't know. I actually enjoy most of it. It's good. <laughs> That's a correct answer. Is there a word you constantly misspell? To be honest, there's not a word. There's many, many words that I misspell. Like I said, if you try to read a text from me sometimes or an email, it's very difficult. You need like a, a decryptor in it. Sometimes I also need to decrypt it myself. I, if I, uh, I'm very good with numbers, but I'm completely hopeless with, with words. And I'll write down something opposite to what I'm thinking. I'll think something, but write something down something different. Or if you talk to me, I'll write down what you talk, but not what I'm thinking to write down. It's a bit weird. A man who wishes he could speak in numbers. That's why uh, autocorrect's really good. If you had one minute to speak to President Trump, what would you say to him? <laughs> I actually think he's not that bad. So... There are many Americans know. who think he's I, I don't wonderful. Think, I, don't, uh, I don't know what I'd actually say to him. Probably just generally chat. I don't know. Uh, it depends what you'd end up with the line of conversation. I don't know. There wouldn't be something that uh, I would directly say. like Ask him to pay for your Porsche when it shows up? Oh, that could be nice. Earl, who in this world do you trust the most? Ooh, trust the most... At the moment, I would probably... I trust my brother a lot. We're, we're pretty close and uh, always working together, run businesses together and stuff like that. So it's also super nice to have a, a real close relationship with the brother. He even drives for me in my own in race team. Hard so. negotiator on the, uh, on the contract there? Who's that, him? You. Me. I mean, he's got to bring his own money, otherwise he doesn't drive. But he also owns part of the team, so if the team makes money, then he also makes money, so it's the same sort of thing. It's just turning money around. He even asked at the first week, oh, I don't have all the sponsors for the weekend. Do you think our other company could sponsor me? So, okay, I guess so. (laughs) Have you ever done important business calls or interviews over the phone while in the bathroom? Not in the bathroom. I would say in underwear, for sure, walking around the house, trying to sound important. (laughs) Have you... Or a family member ever served in the military or fought in a war? No. No, never never did that. It's not compulsory in New Zealand. I can shoot or hunt. Two questions remaining, Earl Bamber. You're trying to find two good ones, huh? Oh, we have many good ones. Dave's looking still nervous. (laughs) Is there anyone you're often mistaken for or told that you look like? I could look like my brother, but at the moment that I have a beard, no one recognizes me. People just walk past me blankly, which is great. 
completely incognito. I like it. I walked past, I did in Thailand the other day, and I walked past a couple of people and no one recognized me whatsoever. It's perfect. Could be a reason for me to shave my beard then. <laughs> we have arrived at the final question, old Bamber. If you were sentenced to death by overconsumption, which would you choose? Death by cheeseburger or death by bl job? A bl job. I tried, I tried a, a McDonald's cheeseburger competition and someone it was in the time where i didn't have much money and then someone um david sears you know david sears supernova absolutely he's a good friend and he bet me 500 pounds that it's not possible to eat five big macs two large fries and liter of coke did you take home that prize no i did not i got to four and three quarters and i can tell you it's absolutely disgusting at the end it doesn't sound hard but you lack the drink once you finish the liter, you're you're done, and then uh, then I felt sick for hours and threw up, and it was horrible. So what? I don't want to go through that pain again. So that's the reason for my <laughs> answer. One might argue you wouldn't need five McDonald's cheeseburgers to find out they're disgusting. You might do that after one. But uh, if you want to stop eating McDonald's or fast food, it's a really good way because you don't want to touch that stuff for a long, long time. So if anyone wants to quit their addiction to fast food, make sure you try eat five and then you'll realize that it's horrible. More life lessons from Earl Bamber. Earl, I can genuinely say after 50 or so questions, we have a better idea of who the hell you are. Thank you. Thanks for joining. It was good fun.